0: that's good I like that yeah what's it called uh, rotting earth rotting earth um, I, you know it's one of these I, I kind of wish DJ was here for it uh, It's a mist pitch double dry hop <laughs> double IPA abomination brewing company that's good what is this it's uh, what label is this do you think 9.3 purple purple label. purple purple edition uh-huh. So look at this. So on Untapped, they've got orange, red, purple, and collaboration. That's interesting. So they have different ones then. Yeah. Okay. This is an uh, Imperial Double New England 9.3% ABV. This you know, th- super tasty. Nice. I'm yeah, a big fan of that. Welcome back to another ed- edition of the Foamy Heads. We've been drinking beer today. A few. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking yeah. a lot of beer today. Yeah, we did a a quick live mm. feed session off our Instagram for kicks. Did we put it? Up, we put it up there. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's good for like the next twenty four mm. hours, but you know you won't hear this till the next forty eight. So. Because <laughs> we're welcome. Lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you're not following us, follow follow us on Instagram, please. Yeah, uh, that's where our primary source of content's coming from. We right put now. most of our stuff on Instagram. Yeah, a lot of our travels, pictures, beers we're and, drinking, yeah, stuff our, like that. Our current standings, what we're doing, what we're drinking, all that yeah. right now is funneled primarily through Instagram. We do our recordings through, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff. Wherever you listen, typically is where this spits out. We use mm-hmm. Anchor FM to distribute it all. So, right now we're just kind of being as uh, simplified as possible mm-hmm. to get our voice out. Yeah. But you know, uh, any kind of hints, tips, or if you have an intro, outro, or even uh, intermission music is welcome. You way. know, whatever. We're open to ideas, is what we're saying. So, (laughs) right now, today, we've been drinking. We've been having a good time. We tested the live feed, which was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, We had one member kind of missing. He comes in and out of our sessions when we do drink. DJ's Uh, been on the show before. He has, yeah. He has. Yeah. And he came over earlier. What do you want to just run down what we talked about today? Like what we drank? Yeah, man. We started out with with quite a few. Um, Right now, Well, I mean, we should. What are we drinking right now? So we've got Rotting Earth from the Abomination Brewing Company, and I love their name. Double IPA clocking in at what did we say it was? It was like, it's the purple edition. Of double dry hop double IPA, clocking in at nine point three percent. It's super smooth for the for the higher ABV though. Real juicy. It is. Yeah, I have to say. And I'm a big fan of the can art too. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a, um, I don't know. There's who's the guys that do the uh brown note that's got it's it's a very cartoonish Mm. style uh can art i'm a big Uh, fan brown note yeah oh well i can't even remember it right now but this one's really good it tastes real juicy it's not super high content in abv 9.4 percent doesn't really taste like it but this is not the first beer that we had today against the grain thank you Yeah, that was it. They're the ones that do the brown note. Everything they do is kind of like real cartoonish. That's right, yeah. Yeah. This has like an Iron Maiden look to it. And it's got North America on the hemisphere that they've chosen on their globe. With the rotting hand (laughs) that is of death with the black cloak. With worms coming out on the dunes of some other planet. If that makes any sense. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put that on our Instagram page so you can see it. But we started out with the... Sunny Cat Pale Ale from Second Shift. And I think Ooh, it was kind of right. like a... Um, it was like a tangerine peel pale ale. So, And it definitely tasted like a pale ale. It wasn't so hoppy to the point that it was an IPA. But, right. Mitch, I think you gave that a 3 yeah, out of 5. And it, I I kind of agree with that. Like, it, it was a decent pale ale. It wasn't one of the better ones that right. I've had. But it was good. But there was a lot of tangerine in it. As with all ratings, it's just preference-based, but uh, when I dive into an IPA, I have my own set of expectations, Mm -hmm. and this has a sweeter side of the IPA, so I rated it lower to my expectations of an IPA, but you know, who's to say it's not a summer IPA, so Mm -hmm. when I'm in the summertime and I have this beer again, who knows? Maybe the rating will change a little bit. Yeah. It's a seasonal thing. And then from then, we moved on to the burial Uh, beer that they had and I'm trying to remember which one it is so when we were burial came here to Nashville for a while and they did they dropped they worked with bearded iris and they didn't have it wasn't a I can't remember this wasn't a collaboration with bearded iris but they came and showed up as part of just one of the bearded iris parties that they had and they brought some of their beers with them and the, the cool thing about burial is We are not able to get their stuff, a lot of them here in Nashville. That's right. They're Asheville, North Carolina? Yes. Extraterrestrial Occult was the name of the beer. I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know your <laughs> opinion, but Burial fucking rocks. Yeah, burial is great. one of the better breweries in Asheville, North Carolina, and I, I love everything that they do. I still got to visit one day, but yeah. you haven't been to Burial yet? No, I haven't been to Burial yet. I haven't even been to Asheville Foamy yet. Foamy heads are going to Asheville, and then we are <laughs> going to visit Burial. We're going to do a live broadcast from Burial, oh, that'd which be cool, is fucking man. amazing. Yeah. They have a separate place, Mitch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, where they do a lot of their, so their original brewery, like where mm. their tap room is, that's kind of where they do a lot of like their one-offs and their smaller batches now. But Burial uh. has gotten so big that they have moved their production of their like main beers that they do year-round off-site to another place. Interesting. Yeah, okay. and it's really cool. And I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look up the place, but they do all of their main production at this one place but when you go there they have tons of other breweries on tap and you can just sit at their bar and drink Burial beers—you can drink all kinds of different places and all kinds of different breweries, and it's just a fun Ooh. place to go. And they do brunch, they do snacks, oh, and they man. do all kinds of food, so it's really good. This is like an all-day affair to me. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we showed we showed up at 10 a.m. when they opened, and we started drinking beer. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it was uh, it was a good time. It was something camp, uh, forestry camp, is what forestry the name of camp. the place was. Uh-huh. Yeah. They have uh, it's almost like a little community. They've got one room for like their their tap room and where they where you can drink the beers. Mm-hmm. And they have another room which is like a bottling room, like a clean room. And then they have oh, a cool. fermentation building. It's super get, cool. Do you get this from their tour? Like they show you this stuff? Or I don't is think it they just tour kind of there just like There. Yeah, you just kind oh, of walk in. Cool. It's kind of like a kind of like a small um, southern. Um, community type place you walk in you park you know you park your car in a gravel parking lot and you just kind of walk up and there's four little houses around you Mm. one is strictly for fermentation and another one is where they do the bottling of their beers and then there's another one that has like a clean room where they do like their yeast growing and then the other one is like the main area where you can eat and you can have meals there and then you can drink from their bar it's a really fun place neat yeah Yeah. that sounds like a good day right there so we'll have to we'll have to check that out when we're done. But we didn't really stop there then. We moved to a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We moved to a 14% quadruple. It was Mm -hmm. a quadruple IPA beer. Untapped doesn't even recognize it. (laughs) Right. So they, I think they had it listed as a triple IPA, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Because <laughs> they can't categorize it. <laughs> Heavy Seas twenty fourth anniversary. So I don't know anything about Ooh, those guys. I don't either. I don't know anything about Heavy Seas. Heavy Seas. Heavy Seas. DJ Heavy brought C. these guys this yeah, over yeah, yeah. for us. I'm a little. I'm a little. I, I've had a few drinks, but I'm gonna look them up. Heavy Seas Brewing. Yep. He- and we posted a picture on our Instagram account. Of the the beers that we're talking about and the ones that we drank, and Heavy Seas is one of them. It is a quadruple, Mm -hmm. double, or quadruple dry hopped IPA. And it clocked in at, was it 14%? Yeah, it was right around there. It's a pretty higher amount compared to some. Uh, I think we've had the triple IPA from our local people, Bearded Iris, mm-hmm. and it was, what, 13? No, it was 10. Was it 10? Yeah, it was only 10. Per- it te- Lower than I thought. The thing is, though, I mean, you're on to something about that. The The triple home style from Bearded Iris tasted boozier at yes. 10% than the Heavy season. It did really did. At 14%. Yeah. And I think it might be just because that it's quadruple dry hopped. Um, I, I have no idea. and it, But this is the... 24th, 24th anniversary ale from heavy seas i don't even know where these guys are based out of uh, i'm looking them up real quick because this is the first time i've ever had anything from these guys oh yeah baltimore maryland yep they're a regional brewery hailthorpe it be more exact there's, uh... oh okay and you know what? Looking on my untapped, I actually see that I've had three beers from those guys before. So the twenty fourth anniversary ale, ooh, uh, loose cannon, which I thought was actually pretty decent. Um, gosh, that was back in twenty nineteen, back in um, well, last year, yeah. July. So that was actually ooh, I don't, that don't was remember that. Yeah, that's apparently part of their uh, what they call the cannon crew series. Cannon crew. So they got Tropic Cannon, Loose Cannon, Double Cannon, and American. Well, it's funny that you... American? American, That's awesome. It's funny that you mentioned that because I actually uh, checked in a beer called From Heavy Seas at an Atlas Tap House when I was on vacation, and it was Double Cannon. So I actually had not only their Loose Cannon, but I had their Double Cannon as well. Nice. Apparently didn't think it was the best beer in the world, but apparently it was good enough to get a three out of five for me. Good, yeah. Um, That's a draft, right? Yeah, it was on draft. But in my opinion, this... uh, Um, This 24th anniversary beer was super solid. Man. I was a really big fan of this one. So apparently they do sampler packs called the Heavy Seas. Okay. And you've got, and one, it's a... Smooth sail, Tropic Cannon, and Loose Cannon, and then the other is the Sunburst, Tropic Cannon, and Loose Cannon. So you can buy like packs with different different types of their uh, sort beers of. in one. Okay. There's one difference. Smooth sail versus sunburst. So uh, one's blue, one's red. So huh. there you go. If you're near Maryland, you might be able to see it. I don't know what their distribution is. I was gonna say I don't know what their footprint is yeah. regarding how much they distribute. And where I was at when I had their beers, I was at. Let's see here. Um, I can tell you for sure they're not in Tennessee. No, they're not. I had uh, so Myrtle Beach. I was actually in South Carolina when oh, wow. I had their when that I had their sense. Double Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and these guys had like tons of like small beers that you would have never thought they could have had. It was one of those like off the beaten path. It wasn't one of those super popular places that oh, people yeah. go to when they go on vacation but like right. if you look up good beer joints in myrtle beach there's not a lot mitch there's yeah. really not a lot this one apparently was one of those places that you wanted <laughs> to go to so nice. do you know the name of it uh what was the name of the place that you had the beer atlas at? tap house it was the atlas tap yeah house. okay you mentioned <clears throat> and we walked in and i remember it actually remember this place we walked in and they told us that their taps, their refrigerator had broken from the previous day. So all Ooh. their beer was warm. Oh, no. So they could give you a draft beer. And they were given this draft beer and they were like freezing the mugs. It just wasn't working, though. Mm. I understand that, hey, there's a certain temperature for certain beers to be right. poured at. Right, right. But nobody likes warm beer, regardless what temperature it is. Right. And I think IPAs essentially have to be colder, typically, and it just wasn't hitting that that temperature. And that could have been the reason why I gave that, you know, that double cannon a true. slower, a, a smaller rating than it may have should have had. That's true. But um, no, no fault to their own. You know, they just had a they had an issue with their refrigeration system the day before. So um, I think after that one, we had switched to like canned beers or something like that where it's coming out of a separate refrigerator yeah uh, yeah, yeah. so but then from there we've drank a lot of beer today we've made the round <laughs> we then switched to stout <laughs> so high wire's 10w40 mm-hmm. jelly donut stout jelly donut 10w40 variant i'm That's a so big good. fan of the 10w40 series yeah um the jelly donut stout tasted very much like jelly yes to me, it even had a tint of, uh, you know how you see that Smucker's PB and J where they combine the two. I'm not a fan of it by any means, but you could see the coloration from a jelly kind of standpoint. If, if you're looking for purple, you can see it. I think you. I think I saw that when you were holding it up. There was just this ever slight tint yes. of purple. Yes, compared to other foamy heads, you could see a purple tint yeah. or tinge to it. And uh, you know, I enjoyed that more than anything. But uh, the beer tasted smooth. Yeah, it had that jelly taste to it. PP uh, and J, uh, and not having the ten W forty first before the variant mm-hmm. is always kind of a uh, you know. I, I think my my ratings going to vary even more so without having a base. So I gotcha. Uh, but I enjoyed it overall. Oh, so you haven't had the original ten W forty? I have, but it's been a while. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, having it before a variant, it's like you get a baseline on your palate, yeah, and then you can try the variant. Excuse me, and and you you'll have a closer kind of connection to where, what they brewed and what they made a variant of, and what they tried to bring out. If you did the one prior to the before, gotcha. So, or, or however I was supposed to say that. I've had a few. <laughs> as we've been talking, we've and been I, drinking a lot of beer today. That's right. So we went from we went from the second shift pale ale to mm-hmm. the and we kind of like we went as we as we kept progressing we got higher in alcohol content yes and then we got um, we kind of switched eventually from IPAs and then we moved over into stout so after the ten w forty we eventually got to um oh, we brought oh, the one yeah. that you had that's right the beer geek observation, the yeah. bottle logic with um and it was a collaboration with Mckellar. yeah, yeah this was the uh, empty bottle <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, that's right because you ordered this on eBay right? <laughs> yeah. I did not to blast eBay but yeah 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 yeah. well, and to be fair because you can't buy yes beer on eBay, you know, a lot of these guys will, you know they'll they'll broadcast it as an empty bottle, but the, the shitty part of that is if you do get an empty bottle, right? You can't necessarily complain because yes. that's how it was advertised. You can't, uh, yeah, you can't. They they do not allow alcohol sales. Yes, online. Now this one was a um, it was a coffee stout, bourbon barrel aged coffee stout this one specifically mentions that it has coffee beans in it. Imperial. It's an Imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels and finished with Madagascar vanilla beans and coffee beans. Mm. Um, is this a beard? Now DJ specifically said that he tasted some coffee in this, but not a lot.
1: Did you taste coffee
0: in here? It's subtle. Uh, we had two coffee beers today. Um, this one had more of the coffee taste to it than the other i believe the 10w40 jelly right i, I didn't I, taste any coffee in that but dj said yeah. he did there was a slight darker roast taste to that coffee where it's on the palate as if it was a uh, say special dark chocolate mm, okay. it, it was a bitterness factor and if you've drank coffee you'll pick up on it and if you hate coffee vehemently you'll probably pick up on it. Gotcha. It's kind of a uh, even or kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't I I, I just don't drink coffee. Like coffee's not what gets me up yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah. I like caffeine, but I get it from other sources. Coffee I'm not necessarily a big fan of, but if you put it in a beer, I don't mind it. Right. I just didn't taste and maybe DJ's more sensitive. I think he is. Uh, to that coffee yeah, flavor, yeah. but this this mckeller and bottle logic beer beer logic the Mm -hmm. bourbon barrel age stout that we had um had coffee beans in it it did um it was, uh, I think it added to the flavor this time, then distracted. Okay. Because coffee's kind of a strong flavor profile, but you definitely add it to stouts because it gives it more body. I gotcha. And uh, body includes anywhere from like bitterness, sweetness, to whatever, the kind of factor you want to build into the main flavor profile. But, you know, I'm speaking as a non-brewer at this point in time, but with the, the coffee beers that I've had, it's always been a prominent flavor that you've wanted included in the beer Hmm. so um it was good it was it was it was super sweet the coffee was muted yeah it wasn't the primary flavor it definitely was not but it had to be on their mind if they wanted it in there it was kind of more on the aftertaste i gotcha yeah If I remember correctly, that was one of those that you brought over to my house like a year ago or 10 months ago. And we were like, just keep this until we're ready to have it. I think it was 2019 for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, there was brewed in 2019. I don't know what month and when it was distributed or or what, but I did get it sent to me. And then uh, I said, here uh we're gonna be over here more often than my place so keep it cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so now i did that mitch it is 2020 i kept it i kept it i kept it cold (laughs) i kept it in my fridge and i think it aged nicely yeah i really think it did And then we ended up switching over after that to a Various Artists. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. A a Tennessee whiskey barrel-aged Russian imperial stout. Oh, man. A tree achieved (laughs) by our friend and sometimes guest on the show, DJ. Yes. So uh, the label on this thing uh, looks ridiculous. So, you know, you, you usually buy a beer similar to a wine, nowadays when you go for craft beer mm. and you kind of buy it off the cover of the book rather than the contents, right so uh this one it's labeled simply tn tennessee whiskey barrel aged russian imperial stout and then it gives you the stats in out and out but instead of giving you the specifics they go brewed and hand bottled november 24th 2019 by jeff and pat a very artist brewery company and they give you like a definition of when it was put into this <laughs> bottle on default labels they had laying around yeah so you can't get more craft than what they've got now and when they brewed it <laughs> exactly and bottled it so thank you for uh, uh, various artists for providing the beer and thank you, DJ, for bringing it to us. <laughs> it was tasty, too. It was. I very much liked it. And I think he said that there were 82 mm. that were made, and you made the joke that it was a 007 beer. <laughs> yes. Because out of the 82 bottles that were made, DJ brought us number seven. Yes. So it actually 007. is titled <laughs> 007. So it was a really good one. It had a wax bottle cap on it. Yep. Uh, It was green because they had bottled it around Christmas time. And he Mm. said that he also has another one. And I don't remember what number it was. uh, Mm. But it was a red wax over the bottle. So they must have been keeping with the Christmas theme when they were bottling it during that time. But um, I like various artists. Have have you and I been there before? I know I've been there. So together, no. Okay. Separate, yes. I went with my company, my boss, who is the big Foamy Heads uh, lead. Yeah. Uh, they discontinued Big Foamy Head several years ago, but that's kind of where our bastardization has Picks come from. And keeps going, <laughs> yeah. I am the connection to Big Foamy Head. That's right. But, uh, yeah, he brought us there before Christmas, I believe, uh, okay. in 2019, where we were rounding up some projects. We went and had a couple brews. They We, we each got a flight of their IPAs, essentially. Oh. IPA and just... Uh, Pale ales and a couple. I think they had a brown ale on tap and etc. But uh, we had their general kind of selection at that point in time because it's before the holidays and it could have even been before Thanksgiving. My timeline's a little messed up right now. Gotta be honest. <laughs> Well, I think that I think that various artists, you know, we've I think DJ mentioned we had I don't can't remember how many Craft breweries in Murfreesboro but or uh, Nashville, but yeah, yeah. Mer, uh um, various artists being one of them, they're not quite pushing the envelope yet, but what they're making is good mm-hmm. and they've making they're making a conscious effort not to can and bottle outside of their brewery. Right. Which means you have to go to their brewery if you want to have their beers. Yeah. I honestly like that effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like central, if that's the word for it, distribution, where it, it, it goes out from the main city out to, like, the neighboring cities. Yes. So people can get interested, and then they have about 30 miles or so to visit your brewery. I think that's a good collective. I think that's a good spirit to have within a central-dominated uh, city, like a capital city. But, you know... Uh, Various artists. I, I I'm gonna visit again. Yeah. So and hopefully they'll keep pumping out some stuff. And yeah. as they as they move towards you know continuing this whole we're only brewing out of our brewery and we're only canning and bottling yep. in locally in our area. We're not distributing. Hopefully they'll kind of move more towards a one off type series, but still kind of keep their base like yeah. Tailgate does a lot of that. Beard right. Virus does a lot of that where they say. We're going to brew just these beers you know, for distribution, mm-hmm. but we're going to have only these type of beers if you come visit our tap room. True. So. I, no, I'm i going to throw something out there. Okay. <coughs> Sorry, I had to get that out. <laughs> uh, I, I threw it out. Uh, anyway, this is what I was really wanting to throw out was uh, Boulder Beer. I don't know where you're going to go. I really <laughs> want a... Dragon Hogan reproduction yes. of an Oktoberfest beer. Uh, a little backstory uh, for those who are newer, or uh, I doubt any of you have been listening, but I just want to keep putting this out there because Boulder Beer, as, as anyone who's plugged into the craft beer community of Colorado mm-hmm. knows, they have, you know, they, they close their doors to be more centralized, to be in their city. But now they've sold, and they're going to be working within other breweries, if I'm not mistaken, to create their beverages mm. for the local community, their city, and any people neighboring. But uh, Dragon Hosen is probably not on the list because no. it's an Oktoberfest beer. It's not one of their staples that they release you know, continually. Yeah. Uh, they haven't since we had it, like, what, three, four years it's ago? Been, it's been longer than that. It's been since we've been to Florida, and yeah. I don't know what what year yeah. that was. But, uh, yeah, we had it first when we were in Florida. It was along with a Harry Potter kind of thing and mm-hmm. Orlando Studios. Universal Studios. Or Universal Studios, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm really bad with my every all, – all that stuff, but I, I just – it was the one beer that stood out from the trip that I was just ecstatic about. I think, if I remember right, mm-hmm. and we found it at Beer Republic, yeah, all places or, or Burger not, Republic, Burger Republic, yeah, of all places in Nashville, yep. And we got it again, yep. and it was just as good. So yep. I just want to say I want it on draft again at some point, and I hope somebody who supports Boulder beer from Colorado can distribute it as so that is the pure definition of having a brewery that is just focusing <laughs> yeah. on its local area and saying these are what this is what we're going to produce but Damn it, if I wasn't, if, if <laughs> Dragon Hosen, which was I think a 10% Oktoberfest, I think so. yeah. it was one of the higher ABVs in an Oktoberfest, but damn, was it good. Uh, to our memory, I mean... That's true, we haven't had it in four or like, five years. So any beer, if goes. you don't have it in a while, it's like, did I like it? Yep. Do I like it now? Yeah. Uh, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it might be one of those things. If we can find the recipe, we might try to recreate. Who knows? That'd be fun to do. It would be. But today's been a good uh, good uh, day of drinking beer. It's February in Tennessee. And, oh, shit, yeah, we gave we gave Dragon Hosen a 4 out of 5. 9%. Okay. So nine at, uh, 9% ABV. I thought mm. it was closer to it 10, was, but maybe it wasn't. It was 9%, 3.8 to 4 out of 5 on untapped wow. rating. So we gave it high marks for a knock. Uber Fest beer, which yes. is a little bit weird. It is weird. But I mean, it was early in our craft. Maybe it beer was journey, a good. I but think. maybe it was a maybe good. Maybe it was good. We don't know because <laughs> they don't fucking make it anymore. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to know if what I deemed as that high of a rating. Before I got more into craft beer is really true or not. And if it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like the first time I got into Untapped, the first time I started rating beers, giving an opinion on any of a drinkable solution. So And then your beer ratings change over exactly. time, right? Yeah. They do. They do they mature or like for a better word, you develop different kinds of tastes. And your rating system changes. It does. And it will, and it continues to do so. Yeah. So it's never a constant i think we've got a good you know kind of year coming up for foamy heads we're going to plan on visiting a lot of local breweries and yeah. maybe do some podcasting from there that'd be good um we're going to try to get some interviewees on the show you know i know we've been we've been talking to or at least we want to talk to a couple of different people that that plug into the craft beer community definitely um and that's just kind of the plan and You know, just being able to just talk about craft beer because it's everywhere. It is. And a lot of people are, there's a lot of buzz about it, but I don't know if anybody's sitting down and recording and just talking about it, so... I mean, there's some, but it's always kind of aligned with other kind of distribution of content. So uh, we just kind of want to focus on the beer itself, Mm -hmm. talk about it, the random things about what's happening around us, be it barbecue, cigars, whatever. We don't have any cigars today, but... I know I bought a couple tabernacles for us to celebrate Richard's first kid. So one day we're going to smoke those and talk about them. There you go. uh, You know, we're all about talking about whatever. So if you have an interest in the show or if you want to share a beer with us, you can email us at thefoamyheads at gmail.com. Right. uh, Even visit us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You can message us from a lot of locations. Or tag us on our Instagram. If you're checking in a beer, if you're drinking, do you want to know about it? You know, tag us and and let us know your thoughts and that'll be something we're interested in. Definitely. We're up to talking. We're up to whatever. Drinking beer and smoking cigars and smoked meats, it's going to be a good year for the foamy heads. Hell yeah. Eat and drink. That's right. And if you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you're drinking craft beer, keep drinking beer. And if you've never had craft beer before... I don't know what. Stay away from the higher ABV beers at first, right? (laughs) Yeah, probably. It'd be safer that way. (laughs) Kind of work your way up to it. The ABV will bite you. That's right. Just be prepared. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Hydrate. Cheers.